morning. The reading comes from Acts chapter 1, verses 6 to 11. If you have one of the church Bibles scattered around, you'll find it uh, at page 1092. Then they gathered round him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you very much, Charlie. Right. Hello, I'm Ruth. I'm the very nearly curate. And this is Roz, who's marvellous Hello. with under fives, aren't you? Well, under 11. Under 11, well, under 11. <laughs> okay. Shows what I know. Anyway, so this morning we're going to talk about Jesus' ascension. And I think you'll probably have gathered by now that I really rather like reenacting things. And ascension was, frankly, too good an opportunity to miss. And um, I thought about ropes and pulley systems. And then I thought about jetpacks. Um, but the thing was that the treasurer wasn't very keen on providing the money for a jetpack, even though I think Adam looks awfully good in that outfit, I have to say. Um, and the health and safety implications of the pulley and ropes and things, Jan was getting a little twitchy. So, in the end, we decided to think about what ascension actually means. So, so what does it mean to ascend? What are you doing if you ascend something? Well, if you're in a lift, you are going to the top of the building. Or if you are a mountaineer, you try and get to the top of the mountain. These people are climbing Mount Everest, which is the world's tallest mountain. Now, sometimes people go up in hot air balloons so that they can see the countryside from high up and then they enjoy the view. There are all examples of people ascending and Jesus definitely went up out of sight into heaven. He did, didn't he? Because that's what we've just read. But there's another way that we can think about ascension and what it actually means. So in our next slide, can somebody tell me, somebody who's not very old, tell me who this is on the pictures? Yes. Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth, it is. You're quite right. And she's dressed up, isn't she? She's looking very smart. And she's in a very posh carriage. Apparently, it made her very, feel very seasick, that carriage, but we'll gloss over that. Um, and then in the second picture to the right, she's there with her crown on. And she's also holding an orb, which is the round thing, and a scepter, which were signs of her becoming queen. And then the last picture is of her looking at her crown last year for a documentary. She's the only person who can touch it. And apparently it's very heavy, so she was telling people all about it. Now, when the Queen became Queen, even before I was born, even though my children dispute that fact, but we'll gloss over that as well, um, people talked about her ascending to the throne. 
which was going up. Now, she did have to climb up onto the throne, but it wasn't just the physical climbing up. It was also the fact that her role changed. One day she was the Princess Elizabeth, and then she was Queen Elizabeth. She was the Queen of Britain. So, so Ruth, are you saying that Jesus' ascension is a bit like a coronation? Does that mean that Jesus going up into the clouds wasn't the main bit of the story? And that actually, we should be focusing on what happens next and why it happened. Yeah, exactly, Rog. You see, the problem is, we tend to get a bit caught up on the Jesus disappearing up into the air bit, because that is fairly spectacular, to be fair, isn't it? Um, That's not something we see every day. Um, And the disciples, to be honest, were pretty surprised by this fact. And they were stood around. I think they probably had their mouths open which is fair enough, Um, and they were gazing up at the sky for quite a long time. And then two angels have to come along and tell them, actually, boys, it's time you moved on because you've got a job to do because Jesus has gone up into heaven. But I'm a bit confused, Ros. Why did Jesus ascend? Because if it's it's like a coronation, how how did that work for Jesus then? Well, firstly, Jesus ascended because he had finished the job that he came to do. Father God sent him down as a baby that we celebrate at Christmas. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Then he grew up. He became a teacher. He healed people. But then he was sentenced to death because the authorities didn't like him and what he was doing. We just celebrated that on Good Friday and Easter when he died and came back to life. Because that was the job that he had been sent to do. But he had a few more days with his friends after he rose again. But then he had to go back to, the, to his father. He had to leave earth again. Jesus had promised that he wouldn't stay here forever. So by ascending, he was keeping his promise. And this bit is pretty vital. Although I'm really not sure that the disciples understood it at no. the time. But he needed to go and be with his father so that the Holy Spirit could come and live with us. But we'll be thinking more about that next week. We or call the week it after. Pentecost. Oh, right. So I see now why he had to go back up to heaven, why he couldn't stay here. But um, if this was his coronation, what about the gold coach and the sparkly jewels and, and things like that? Because it doesn't mention that, does it? No, it doesn't. And we don't really know what happened when Jesus got back to be with his father. I expect and seriously hope that there was a party. And we know from what the Bible tells us that God's throne is enormous and amazing and more special than anything we could imagine. But the Bible also says that Jesus is seated at God's right hand. And it says in Hebrews that that looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the glory was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father. So we know that Jesus is with God in God's throne room and with all the wonder and awe that goes with it. That's amazing, isn't it? But why is Jesus royal? Because it's only royalty that are crowned. And he was a teacher who ended up being killed. Doesn't sound very royal to me. I mean... I know he rose from the dead, but kings and queens don't normally do that. So why was Jesus royal? Well, that's a good question, isn't it, you see? But the other thing we know from the Bible is that Jesus is God's son. And we know that God is the king of kings. So in other words, God is the most royal, kingly king that there has ever been. Now, if there was a top trumps game 
for kings. Gob would be right at the top. You know, if you had the gob, you'd just win all the time. So the fact that Jesus is God's son means that he's a prince. Just like when our queen had children, they were princes and we had Princess Anne as well. But of course, Jesus isn't just any old prince. He's a very special prince. And the Bible has lots of names for Jesus that just show how very, very important he is. So you can see some of these on here. He's called the Prince of Peace. He's called the Messiah, which means the, the one who's coming to save us. He's called Mighty God. He's called King of Kings. He's called Son of the Most High. So he was a really special prince. And when he rose again on Easter Day, he showed just how special he was and just how much God's son he was because he beat death. He's even stronger than death. So that's why we think of him as royalty, Ross, and why we can describe his ascension as being like a coronation. Okay, okay. I think I'm starting to get this now. So Jesus is God's son, which makes him a prince. Yep. And he finished the job he had to do on earth. Yep. So he went back to heaven, just as he said he would. Yeah, he always keeps his promises. Yeah. Yeah. And because he had beaten death, he's now seated at the right hand of God's throne. He's reigning with God. He is. Fab. But I've just had another thought. Doesn't the Bible say that if we believe in Jesus, that makes us God's children too? So if Jesus is a prince because he's God's son, yeah. doesn't that mean that we're princesses and princes too? <laughs> <laughs> but if so, how does that work? Because I've not got a crown and any postules and... I don't even live in a palace or sit on a throne. So number 40 is not a palace then? No, no okay. sadly not. No. Um, those are really good questions. And yeah, you know, you're quite right. If we are friends with Jesus, then that does mean that we are royalty too. And in this next verse, it says, the Bible says that we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. So that means that God sees us as royal. When we start to follow Jesus, we are seen as princes and princesses because we belong to him. But that last bit of that verse, that's really hard, isn't it? I always find it really difficult to keep praising God, even though I'm really, really grateful for everything he's done for me. And I know I don't live like I'm a princess all the time. It's really hard, even though I really do want to please Jesus. It is really hard, but... Like we said earlier, once Jesus had gone back to heaven, it meant that the Holy Spirit could come to earth. Oh. And this way, we know we are followers of Jesus because we've got the Holy Spirit living inside of us. And he helps us to become more like him. Oh, I see. And so as we, more, as we learn more about Jesus, we try and follow him and allow the Holy Spirit to change us. And so we start producing fruit, the fruits of the Spirit. So love, joy, peace... Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But as we change, people start to notice that we're different because we're more joyful, we're more patient, or we're more gentle. But some things really are harder to do than others. Yeah, patience. What's that all about? <laughs> anyway, so even though Jesus isn't physically here now, he sent his Holy Spirit to be with us so that we could become more like Jesus and live like princes and princesses um, in the way that God intended us to be. 
Oh, so it would be useful, wouldn't it, if we had something to help us remember how God sees us. Well, it just so happens... Here's oh, one we prepared there earlier. We go. It just so happens that we've got some crowns to hand out. Woohoo! So, some are in the busy bags already, and I can see some of you have decorated them marvellously and, uh, and are wearing them already. But there's more to hand out at the end, so as you leave, uh, you'll get one to take home. And perhaps we could leave them somewhere, uh, maybe in the kitchen or living room or somewhere, where we can all see them um, to help us remind us that royalty, that we are royalty even, and that God, um, that God's, with God's help, we can live like princesses and princes. So I think there's one per family, isn't there, if you haven't already got one yeah, from the busy bag. And as the band come up again, should we just have a look at our last um, slide? I love this picture because it says that sometimes on dark days, I think nobody cares and nobody's coming. And then I remember who sends thoughts like that. It's not God. And I straighten my crown. Now, I know that's a girl princess, but you can, it works for boys as well, okay? So just remember that. So just remember that we are all princes and princesses in God's kingdom when we follow Jesus. And use your crown, keep your crown somewhere at home um, to remind you of that. So we're going to sing again, um, The Moon and Stars, I think, aren't we? Yeah.